Hi, everyone, and welcome to Mama Pang's Parenting Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. And um, if you're willing, please leave me a review. I so appreciate it. Um, Today, we have our guests with us, um, Kelsey and Elise. They are the co-founders of Common Sense Box. Hi, ladies. Hi, Donna. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Um, So it was really interesting. Uh, We kind of got connected through Instagram. And um, I I think it came about with my last podcast about money sense and just all those things that we're not talking to kids about and maybe because we don't know. So I just am looking forward to this whole conversation with the two of you. Um, Let's start with Kelsey. Kelsey, can you just introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So my name is Kelsey and I, with Elise, live here in the Austin, Texas area. Um, And I actually come from a tech background, predominantly in healthcare. um, And really the entire reason that that me and Elise were introduced was through our our dogs. My, My dog thought hers looked like a mini squirrel. Um, and so as we were trying to pull, pull our dogs apart, um, we really got to know each other and we exchanged numbers, um, and then have pretty much been inseparable ever since for, for better or worse. I love it. I love how our animals can connect us that way. So Elise, introduce yourself. Good morning. Yes, I'm Elise and, um, I come from a tech recruiting background. I also live in Austin, Texas. And like Kelsey said, um, Austin is a big dog friendly town. And we met at the dog park. And um, I was new to the area when we met. And I was very intentional about making friends at the time. So I followed up with her incessantly until she started hanging out with me. And uh, (laughs) We really bonded over our love of travel, and um, we have a lot of similar life views, and we've been friends ever since that that day, and um, now we're business partners. I love it. I love it. That is so cool that, you know, how we, by accident, get connected, and then how it blossoms into not only a friendship, but then a business venture. So that's fabulous. Um, So I was looking at your website, and it's just fascinating. I love the fact um, that you feel that that kids need this this um, money literacy and how a lot of times, you know, it's it our understanding of money comes from family, right? And that that's a huge piece because it's either something that families are comfortable with and they do the education on, or for some reason they're uncomfortable with and like it is never spoken about. Right. <laughs> um, did you, do either of you want to jump in about um, your own personal connection to the financial world and understanding it? Yeah, and I'm happy to, to take that. I think, you know, going back to the reason why we, we founded Common Sense and have created the Common Sense Box um, goes back to hindsight's 2020 and, and the what if questions. You know, mm-hmm. Elise and I always throw ideas off of each other and are really into the fire movement um, and financial independence and so forth. And essentially, a common theme that kept popping up um, during all of our talks and, and my talks with other millennials as well is 
is that I only wish I would have learned this lesson earlier, or I wish I would have known this way back when, um, even things such as how to handle going to college and your loans. And that's really when we started to dive into why, you know, why didn't we learn this way back when, who taught us about this, you know, where did this come from? Um, and how are kids learning about it nowadays? And from there, you know, common sense really, really blossomed and formed. That's fabulous. I, I think probably, hmm, I'm going to guess like 80% of us or more kind of stumble into finances and understanding it more than that actual education. And it's not necessarily like a fault of parents, except for just lack of them knowing and them understanding how they're going to share that. Um, so Elise, tell me how, and the listeners, how did you guys like decide through conversation? How did it come up that this is so needed? Well, well essentially the common sense box was not our first idea. Um, as Kelsey mentioned, you know, we were always talking about building wealth and how we could improve our financial habits and be more disciplined. So mm -hmm. initially we just wanted to start a blog for millennial women that sort of focused on that balance between treat yourself and uh, being disciplined with your money. So mm -hmm. as we were talking about what our blog would look like, we kept coming back to that fact again that man we should have learned this a lot earlier or much much earlier in life and um we knew that millennials as a whole have the highest average personal debt and the lowest credit scores of any preceding generation and we just kept asking, well why is that so as we were talking about our blog one of our very close friends um, had just become a new mom so we were out with her one day for coffee and we asked her, um, you know, essentially the question was, we know your baby's still in diapers, but when do you think is the appropriate time to start discussing money matters with your kids? Because we know a lot of families just don't like to talk about money. It's sort mm -hmm. of an inappropriate subject for polite conversation, if you will. Yeah. And fascinating to me, but you're oh, right. Exactly. And she sort of gave us that deer in the headlights look was, and just was recanted and said she had no idea. And um, she's our friend that's sort of that type A overprepared mom. So <laughs> considering like she was probably so far ahead about cognit kids' cognitive development, we figured that if she didn't know, probably a lot of other parents didn't know either. So we just started researching it. Like, you know, when do kids start understanding money concepts? And we were really surprised to find that um, research shows it's as early as three years old. And um, further research showed that a lot of kids' financial habits and the way they feel and relate to money is already solidified by age seven. And most of that comes from watching their parents or their caregivers or whoever handles money in their home. So as we were talking about this, we're like, wow, do kids really get money that early? And, you know, if they do, what sort of content is there for parents to help guide those conversations? And it turns out there's not a lot, uh, especially that's 
appeals to a generation that doesn't have a very long attention span, <laughs> um, like, like millennials are sort of that Instagram generation. So right. we just, once we sort of began talking about that idea, it's like, you know, I think that this, we have something here. I think we really need to start creating content or something that's really going to resonate with parents in our age group who are starting to have mm-hmm. kids. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, and this is open for either one of you. Uh, how does it, well, I don't want to jump the gun, but yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> how does this uh, common sense box work? Like I was looking at the website and and it's like, fill this out and then we're going to kind of tailor make your common sense box. So share with me how that works. Yeah. And I guess Kelsey, I can definitely take that one. Um, So I think the easiest and best way to visualize our box, uh, setup wise at least, is comparing it to that of a Blue Apron or a HelloFresh kit. And Donna, have you ever purchased or used one of these like um, at-home meal kits before? Yes, they are awesome. (laughs) Great. Well, similar to that and the reason they became so popular, the idea behind our box was to make sure you're getting everything you need to teach your kids about finance in, in one kit. We don't want you having to go run around, gather supplies and research. So the box really comes complete with guided activity. Um, Also, we have a parent playbook in there as well as all the associated materials you need in order to complete those activities. Um, And with that said, you know, we have two separate boxes. You had mentioned kind of filling out the form. Um, And the reason for that is one is set up for children age three to four and the other ages five to seven. Um, And the contents of each of those boxes and associate activities have been structured based on the appropriate concepts for that age group, because three-year-olds are going to be much different learning um, capabilities than a six or a seven-year-old. Absolutely. So, and here's a misconception I had, um, you know, it says fill out some information. I did not jump on that because I don't have a child at home currently, Um, but I thought information, what, you know, what do they need to know? Do they need to know my background as far as, you know, how much um, financial sense do I have? Or is it more just the age of the children at home? And that's what you're saying. It goes by, you know, where your child is age-wise and developmentally. Yep, absolutely. And, And that's a great point to bring up because our box is focused on, providing a resource regardless of um, us, you know, as being caregivers and or parents, financial literacy. So regardless of what your spending habits are or your financial habits are, we want to make sure that your child has a great foundation. Um, and so that's what really why we're basing it off of a kid's ability versus your own personal finance journey. Right. Excellent. And, and something for me to state, you know, I have great nephews currently. And someday there's that possibility I could be a grandma. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love the fact, you know, like, when was it in the, I don't think it was the eighties, dear Lord, maybe nineties, whenever the 529 plan came out and you could be putting money aside, but you could also get a tax break on that. Those concepts, you know, it doesn't have to be for your child. You can start that for a great nephew or great niece or, you know, grandma and grandpa could start it for the grandkids. 
And that's kind of the same way with this um, common sense box. It could be a gift and then you can see how your grandchild or like I'm saying would interact with it and learn from it. Exactly. Um, we are huge fans of the 529 plan. So <laughs> it's funny that you bring that up. We um, actually just post- posted a blog post about it. Oh, excellent. Um, and beyond the box, uh, we are really hoping to build a community around the conversations parents have with their kids about finance as well, and sort of talking about different ways that you can invest in their future with things like the 529 plan. Um, so of course, for a three-year-old, a lot of the concepts we cover are going to be much more basic in nature, like the value and counting coins, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is great about the box is regardless of which um, age group you choose, you are going to have um, six core financial principles that are covered in our activities, uh, which then have 18 associated teaching modules or lessons. And in total, there will be 54 activities. And um, in addition to that, to of course, those finance principles that we're teaching, we've also added in some life skills component components such as delayed gratification Mm. or discipline or commitment based on the appropriate age. That's great. Have you guys, I'm sorry, I'm a huge TikTok junkie. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, that um, the delayed gratification uh, test has become so popular. I hope, I hope parents kind of understand what it's about but that test was done years ago in in a um, you know setting where they were really trying to gauge and and gather lots of data on what would happen you know how kids were could they have delayed gratification and then long term those kids that did versus those kids that did not how did things play out for them and and that's just it's huge and interesting to watch um, kids understanding. I don't know in my podcast on on money, um, I mentioned I dated myself horribly, but I mentioned the fact that when our daughter was little, you know she wanted to have a new bedspread and curtains and all of this stuff. and it was like, okay, but let's talk about that we can't get it the minute we want it. And so we did something, you know, we put it on layaway. And um, I just think those little things shape our kids so much when they're young. Certainly. I remember layaway. Do, <laughs> do they still have layaway? I don't know. You know, different stores, I believe, still do. Which, you know, I think it's fabulous. And then, you know... When I was teaching, one of the biggest issues out there was would kids understand coins and paper money for very long? And now as we've all gotten to the Venmo cash app world, um, how do you guys see that playing out? Yeah, I think, you know, that's a great point. And when we were starting this box and and really getting the content for it, uh, Elise and I went back and forth on that a lot, especially when I see so many parents nowadays um, giving their kids credit cards and iPhones so early on. It's just like, oh, come on. Like, um, you know, like that's, you know, I remember just carrying cash around and being afraid to like have to lose it or not. And it was a big deal when you got your first credit card. But 
the, the fact is research still proves that having that hands-on learning is so valuable for kids. Um, you know, being able to, to pick up a coin and, and hold it or, you know, give a cashier a dollar really helps to build that worth of, of how much each coin or dollar is worth and that I am giving that up in order to get this good um, or this, you know, this muffin or whatever it may be that I'm getting. Um, and so our box is really still focused on that, you know, especially when they're in such valuable learning stages and the three, four and five really making that hands on connection. So they understand the value of that of the dollar. That's great. That's that to me, I agree with you completely, but I didn't know how it was playing out. I know there's a lot of talk um, about becoming, you know, a cashless society. And I think that's for me, my personal view on that is that will be, well, it's very convenient in some aspects. I think it creates a class setting and that we eliminate um, people from being able to purchase things. You know, not everybody has a debit card. Not everybody has a credit card. So I'm with you on the need for um, understanding coins and and the use of them. Um, Does the uh, Common Sense Box have like a spending saving component. I always think, you know, we push, if we're going to talk about money, we talk about saving it (laughs) and we never talk about spending it. Does it cover both? Yeah, absolutely. So as Elise mentioned, those six core financial principles, um, you know, four of them are the, the earning, spending, saving, and then giving. And those modules just differ based on the age, but, but absolutely that's, you know, when we're talking about money, um, we look at that viewpoint as you have to encompass them all together um, in you know in one moving moving um, in one moving circle together. You can't really have earning without spending, and you also need to throw saving in there. And we truly believe in that and teach that through the box. Terrific! I just I can't get enough of this. I wish you guys had been around when my daughter was young. We wish it had been around too for us. You know? <laughs> Yes, so, but it will be here when you are a grandma. So we'll have a selection to teach your grandkids. There you go. That'll be perfect. Um, so I know from the website, you know, you've got your countdown clock going. Tell me about your launch date. Tell me how my listeners can kind of um, find out more and decide that this is for them. So we are launching our pre-orders for the box uh, through our website, which is commonsensebox.com, beginning September 1st. Um, we have run into some, some fun hurdles because of coronavirus and um, sourcing some of our materials. So um, delivery dates will depend on location, but we will get them shipped directly to your door as soon as possible. That's terrific. I love that. So um, uh, you guys were saying it's kind of think about the uh, blue apron box sort of thing. It comes as a kit. It comes as here are the components and all of that, or just go a little deeper. Correct. Yes. So there is an activity book and the activity is meant for the child. 
Uh, and there is an associated parents playbook that sort of talks about ways to have these conversations and introduce the activities to your children. So those come together. And then there are associated materials that go along with the activities, whether they be flashcards or um, coins or um, stickers as they're, they're going through the activity box. So anything that's suggested or outlined in the activity book will have all the associated materials also in the box. So it's sort of your one-stop shop uh, for personal finance learning. Got it. How far, like I understand age-wise that we've got them, you know, three, four, five, and then six, seven, eight-ish. How far do the concepts go? I mean, does it go all the way to understanding um, like compound interest, which I still don't think I understand? Mm -hmm. Um, and then helping them, you know, build knowledge so that when they are looking at college loans, does it go that far? Yeah, I think our overall vision, or I know our overall vision is to gamify the personal finance content for kids all the way up to the age of 18 and beyond. Right now, though, it's so important for us to start with that foundation in the kids that are ages three to seven, because that's really where those core you know, financial habits are built and set at. Um, and as we create and develop that box, then we'll move on to things such as compound interest and so forth. Um, so the first box is just targeted towards three to seven, but the goal is as time continues um, to have a box targeted for each, you know, milestone and, and age group. Perfect. Perfect. So there's, there's this box and then there's future growth, um, for the company as well. So that's really encouraging. Um, so our time is kind of winding up. Go ahead, give me your most important, you know, facts about the common sense box and then reiterate how we can get our hands on it. I guess I'll take that one. Um, again, the, the common sense box is set up in two separate age groups. We have a box for children three to four, and another box for children five to seven, and it will come complete with an activity book and a parent playbook and all of the associated materials you need to complete the 54 activities that are suggested in the box. We are taking pre-orders as of September 1st. You can order them on our website, which is commonsensebox.com, and we invite you to interact with us on our blog and Instagram. Uh, we will be covering a lot of content beyond that sort of three to seven age range there. And we'd love to keep the conversation going, hear your thoughts, suggestions, opinions. And if you have suggestions for more content that you'd like to see, we'd love to hear from you. That's fantastic. Well, Elise and Kelsey, thank you so much for joining me today. And I, I think this is valuable information. I think you have a product that um, parents, caregivers, grandparents, and the like are all going to be interested in. So again, everyone, um, go to commonsensebox.com. And um, you can also, I will try to get my producer to help me put a link in there on um the info page here. So uh, ladies, again, thank you so much and everyone be well.